Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday. Hard to believe it's Monday. It seemed like last week flew by. And it's hard to believe it's March 1st. Can you believe it? It was so uh, beautiful out this morning. Uh, I came over to the church and it hadn't started raining. It was actually a little bit of sunshine trying to uh, peek through the clouds. And then it kind of got dark and rainy. But uh, we had such a beautiful day uh, yesterday uh, for the services. And we had the drive-in service. And would you believe that as soon as we got done with the drive-in service, we were getting everything put away and it started misting. And I looked out during Sunday school here in the fellowship hall and I could see it was still kind of just a light drizzle. And the Lord gave us a perfect morning for drive-in, gave us a perfect day. And yesterday afternoon, it seemed like uh, you you flipped a switch and about 10 degrees uh, difference, got warmer, just a pretty day. And we're looking forward to spring. Here at Victory Baptist Church, we are fired up about our spring revival. It starts three weeks from tonight, March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th with Brother Mark Swanson. And then Easter Sunday, it is, I guess it's five weeks away now, five weeks from yesterday, April the 4th. And we're looking forward to a great uh, great day together. Uh, on Easter Sunday, we'll have our drive-in. We'll have the service in the building. It's gonna be a great day, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, let us know you're listening. 252-308-4600 is the number. You can call that number. You can text that number. And uh, for those of you listening on 95.9, we appreciate you tuning in. And just keep in mind that uh, we also replay at six o'clock. Uh, so if you hear it again at six and you say, that sounds really familiar. It sounds like that's exactly what I heard at noon. That's because it's the same thing. Uh, Monday, uh, noon and six, Tuesday, noon and six, every day through the week. It's the same broadcast, just a replay at six o'clock. Happy birthday yesterday to Donna Faircloth and Kevin Walsh. Hope you had a great day yesterday. And then today, happy birthday to Bailey Barmer and Cameron Green. And happy anniversary today to Michael and Heather Tuck. Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. And we're looking forward to a great week. Of course, Wednesday night, prayer meeting, Bible study. And then I'm already looking forward to next Sunday. Great day yesterday. Uh, I was I mentioned in the service, it's just good to start seeing so many folks uh, coming back. Uh, we're seeing the uh, COVID is, uh, is disappearing. Let's pray it continues to disappear. We don't want it back. And uh, just in our area, you can just kind of sense that there's an excitement and a a great spirit. And uh, we're continuing to pray that God will heal and that God will protect us. And of course, it's of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. That's for sure. I want you to hear a song today. Here is a song, and uh, I hope this is true in our church, is that we don't need uh, new ideas. We don't need uh, your philosophy or my philosophy, but, but what we need is the Word of God. And I hope that we will stick with the truth of the Word of God. Even as times change, I want to remind you that the Word of God never changes. You listen to this great song, and we'll come back with our Bible study right after this. 
They say times are changing, so we should change too. Trade our old time religion for something new. Our faith is outdated by living the past. Well, my answer is simple. So if you ask, I still love to hear how God's love paid the cost. Was fastened by nails to a cross. I still love the sound as the saints start to sing songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me. I still love an altar where broken ones pray and find what is found in no other way. It may be old fashioned, but it's real still. us this far, that saved countless millions, reached hard and hearts, though times are changing and forever will, there'll still be one Savior, one Calvary's Calvary's hill, I still love to hear how God's love paid the cost. song and uh, I, we used to sing that song in church and not that one that's a newer song but we used to sing that song give me that old time religion it's good enough for me and you know what I think the key is in that song is it's got to be real and uh, I don't want old time religion if it's just a fake and a phony uh, I don't want anything if it's a fake and a phony I want something that's real and can I tell you the Bible is real. The Word of God is true, and I hope we'll live it, and I hope we'll practice it. I hope we won't just try to go through the motions on Sunday or go through the motions on Wednesday, but I hope we live it every day. And I'm thankful for a mom and dad that believed the Bible and lived the Bible and taught the Bible. It wasn't just something we did on Sundays. It was it was something that affected our lives every day and for the good. Uh, I don't feel like I had a terrible childhood because you know my parents were so strict and they were strict and we had rules, but it wasn't because 
they hated us and wanted to make our lives miserable. It's because they loved us. They wanted to protect us. They wanted to point us in the right way. And uh, I wasn't planning to preach about that today, but I'm glad I said it. I appreciate that great, great song. Uh, Brother Caleb said too, our men's quartet has done that song in church. And I love that song and praise God for the message of that song. Daniel chapter two, I didn't get very far last Friday. Uh, We played the song last Friday, We Need the Church. And I started talking about some of the churches that I grew up in and the pastors that I've had. And then I preached yesterday morning about that from that song. I preached from the Bible. I didn't preach from the song, but I preached uh, on that subject of why we need the church. And I hope that uh, if you didn't listen to it, I hope you go back and listen to it because we need the church uh, in our society more than we've ever needed the church. The church is important. It's the pillar. It's the support. And it is the ground. It is the foundation of the truth. And we need truth in our society today. Daniel chapter 2 in your Bibles. And if you have a Bible, you can uh, follow along. If not, just listen. I'll try to read you the verses and I'll try to cover uh, this information We see here that Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He couldn't remember the dream and he wanted to know what the dream was and the interpretation. Daniel said, hey, there's a God in heaven and he can tell you what that dream is. So here is Daniel telling the king the dream that the king had the night before, but the king had forgotten. And so Daniel says in verse number 31, he says, thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. There was a great statue that the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, had dreamed about. This great image, whose brightness and excellent, uh, whose brightness and uh, was excellent, he stood that stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. That word excellent means that this statue was extraordinary. This was no average, ordinary statue. It says that uh, the form uh, of it was terrible, and what that means is it was awesome. It was incredible. And Daniel's telling Nebuchadnezzar, hey, here's the dream you had. It says in verse number 32, this image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of clay and part of iron. Uh, excuse me, his feet of part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors and the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. That means there was nothing left. You you, you couldn't even tell anything had been there. It was gone without a trace. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. So that was the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had. Then Daniel gave the interpretation. Now here's what's so amazing about this. This is during the Babylonian empire. And this image contained prophecy of the empires that were to come. The first one, the head of gold, Daniel said, that's you, Nebuchadnezzar, that's your empire. That was the Babylonian empire. And by the way, they were incredible. When we get to Daniel 4, I think we'll talk about some of the amazing things in the Babylonian empire. We'll talk about some of the hanging gardens and just some of the amazing inventions and and beautiful structures that they were responsible for. But the head of gold was Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian empire. Well, that would not last forever because next would come the Medo-Persian Empire. That was the chest and the arms of silver. 
uh, the arms. You got two arms and uh, there would be a coalition. It'd be the Medes and the Persians that would take over from the Babylonians. Next would come the abdomen of brass, which represented the Grecian Empire. After the Grecian Empire would come the Roman Empire. Uh, that would be the legs and the feet of iron and clay. And what's so amazing is that, again, we know this now from history, but Daniel was revealing to Nebuchadnezzar the dream, and in the interpretation of the dream, he said, Nebuchadnezzar, after you, there's another nation coming. And after them, there's another nation coming. And after them, there's another nation coming. And then finally, there would come a stone. And the Bible says that this stone was cut out of the mountain without hands. Well, this is exciting to me because this stone is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, he is referred to in scripture as the rock. He is referred to as the chief cornerstone. And the fact that this stone was cut out of the mountain without hands speaks of the deity of Christ. Jesus Christ did not come from man. He is God. He is the son of God. And the Bible says in uh, the uh, passage here that uh, all of the earth will be filled with his glory. This speaks of the millennial reign of Christ, where Jesus will not just rule Israel, he will rule from Jerusalem, but he will rule the entire world and all of the earth will be filled with his glory. You see, Jesus Christ is coming back and the Bible tells us that when he comes, he will destroy the Roman Empire. You say, Pastor, hang on a second. The Roman Empire has already been destroyed and you're right. The Roman Empire that we know in history, it was destroyed, but nobody from the outside destroyed it. It destroyed itself. It, it self-destructed. Well, the Bible tells us that during the time of the Antichrist, the Roman Empire will be revived or it will be revised. And that will be the empire that is in power uh, for the Antichrist and for his rule. But guess what? That's not the way it ends. The way it ends is that Jesus Christ comes back and he destroys uh, the empires and he destroys the armies and he destroys the enemies that have gathered themselves together against him. And Jesus Christ will rule as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Notice verse number 44. And I know we've gone through this quickly. We'll cover some more in the book of Daniel about this prophecy. But it says, and in the days of these kings, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Babylon was destroyed. Medial Persia was destroyed. Greece was destroyed. Rome was destroyed. But Jesus is going to set up an empire that will never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. He's not turning it over to anybody else. But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. Can I tell you, God's word makes it very clear that Jesus Christ is coming back. He will rule and he will reign. And, and, and if you put this to the fact checkers today, they'd say, not possible. Can't happen. He hasn't come back yet. He's probably not coming. Well, I got news for you. God's word says it is coming and it will stand forever. Verse 45 Thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, the gold. And the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain and the interpretation thereof sure. I am so glad that we have a word of God that is certain. It is sure. It is true. 
it is established, it is guaranteed. Verse 46, then Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and he worshiped Daniel and commanded that they should offer an oblation and sweet odors unto him. And the king answered uh, unto Daniel and said, of a truth, it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets. Seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face. Nebuchadnezzar declared that God is the true God. And verse number 48, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Can I say in verse number 48 that the king blessed Daniel. The king made Daniel great according to this verse and he did make him great with earthly things. But I want to remind you, that's not what Daniel was looking for. Because remember back in chapter 1 that Daniel said, I'm not going to eat the king's meat. I'm not going to drink the king's wine. I'm not going to do what the king says. Daniel wasn't trying to impress the king. Daniel wasn't trying to please the king. He was trying to please God. And Daniel's desire was not for the blessing of the king, but Daniel's desire was for the blessing of God upon his life. And by the way, he got the blessing of God. The Bible tells us that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Daniel experienced God's blessing. But then notice verse 49, and we'll be done. It says, then Daniel requested of the king, and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon, but Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Daniel had a position of authority, but here's what Daniel did. When he was blessed, when he was promoted, he said, King, I've got a favor to ask of you. Could you do something for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as well? These guys had stood with Daniel. These guys had encouraged Daniel. These guys had helped Daniel. And I want to tell you, we ought to love our friends and we ought to stick with our friends in the hard times. But let's not forget our friends in the good times either. When you get the promotion or when something good happens in your life, let's not forget the people that God has put in our lives who have helped us to get to where we are. I'm thankful for the example of Daniel. I'm thankful for his spirit. I'm thankful that he was not concerned with himself. He was concerned with others. And may God help us to not just focus on our own needs, but may God help us to focus on the needs of others. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. And let's live on the winning side today and every day. We'll see you back tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day. The winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.